Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus, episode 558, coming to you on the third day of January, the year of our Lord, 2024. Today, we're going to talk about no news. And what does that mean? Before we get there, let me remind you of the biggest thing you can do for me. The biggest thing that you can do that costs you nothing to make a difference and to be heard here in Collin County, McKinney, Texas in general, is to like, share, and subscribe to this program. Follow it. Join us on the social media. I'm on the Facebook. You have a page there. We have a group. The group is very small. Come and join us. We have um, a presence, some presence over in Gab and in MeWe. I joined there uh, to come pay visits. And hey, look, you should subscribe and follow on your podcatcher of choice. The subscriptions drive the numbers and the shares. We can get this done. And for now, most of my material is still up over at YouTube. And if you're feeling particularly motivated, something that's going to take you more than five seconds to do, you can rate and or review this program. It all helps. We have to overcome the algorithm. The algorithm is not in our favor, not in your favor. In fact, just chuck that up to something else that just doesn't care about us. That being said, we are not bitter, we are not angry, we are not losing sleep. We will continue to fight the good fight and do what we need to do to take the stand, right? Every little bit we do helps make a difference. So, with that being said, on with the program. All right, so today we're going to talk about the fact that, to my knowledge, okay, and again, it's a new year, so I feel like maybe I need to revisit this one more time. The program is called According to Callus, which distinctly states for the record with every episode that everything that is said is my opinion. It's my understanding. I do my best to do research. I do my best to follow up and talk to people and make sure I have as many facts as I can. Sometimes I have no choice but to make some assumptions or educated guesses based upon the information that I do know. And I try very hard to not just call names, not to just cast dispersions or make accusations, but to focus on what do I know, what can be proven, or what is, I guess, plain as day obvious that needs to be spoken of. And as I say, just because... I told you, or just because I heard it and I've repeated it does not mean you should take it as the gospel truth. You need to do your own research. You need to double check everything that you're told, whether it's for me or for somebody else. You should never take something on blind faith. Always investigate. Now, I have always been open on the idea that if somebody finds something out or somebody has contradictory contradictory evidence, they should make me aware of it. If you present it to me and it changes my mind or proves me wrong or however you want to phrase that, I will be the first one to come forward and say, hey, you know what? I got this wrong. I misunderstood this. I didn't understand it. Whatever the situation is, I will own my mistakes. I stand by that now on episode 558 as much as I did all the way back with episode one. 
It is my hope, my sincere hope before the month of January is over. We will surpass the 250,000 download mark. I didn't quite make it, if you will, uh, for the end of the year. But between the holidays and just the normal taper off, we're not as close as I'd hoped. That's okay. We keep going. We march on. So here we go. On with the show. Okay. You might be aware there are a number of events a number of uh, occurrences of people that were in positions to have custody of your children, your school-age children that had no business working for the school district, in a school district with children, or certainly unsupervised. Yet, it has happened. Not once, not twice, but I have lost, I've lost count. Now, Aaron Anderson over at Texas Scorecard has done a good job of writing articles about this and referencing these things. So if you want to know more, if you want to get details on the specifics of several of these occurrences, I highly recommend you go check out Aaron Anderson over at Texas Scorecard. I am doing all of this off the top of my head. I read the articles, I you know, I put them in the back of my head, and I move on. I do have what I would call some minor some information that is not readily available in the papers. Now, most of that is unconfirmed. In fact, at this point, I almost believe that everything's unconfirmed because nobody's actually giving us the ability to confirm anything because they bury it as soon as it happens. So you may recall there was at least two events that happened in Prosper of last year, uh, or happened in Prosper during last year, and at least two to three events that happened in McKinney this last year. Then hit the news for a day, and they were memory hold. I believe there was one out in Frisco. I seem to recall there was one in Lovejoy, and we might be going two years back now. But the point is, the underlying issue is, there are these occurrences where there are people that are doing things to your children, to our children, that ought not be happening. Now, whether it is sexual advances, whether it is basic kidnapping, whether it is abuse, physical, or mm, we'll call it psychological, these things are occurring by people that are in positions of trusted authority or trusted custody. Now, I want to know why this keeps happening because... Look, there's 1.2 million people in Collin County. And if we just take half of that number, there's going to be 500,000 people roughly that are under the age of 18. And of that 500,000, let's just say conservatively, 40% are in school or a school conservatively. So I want to know what is it that we are doing to protect those children, to protect those minors, to keep them away from bad people. Well, I got to tell you, there's something being missed here. Predators go where the prey is at. You might remember for a period of time, all we ever heard about was the pedophile priests. 
Now, I'm not excusing pedophile priests. I'm not excusing pedophiles, period. But what I am suggesting is it was convenient for them to give you a distraction of things that occurred. And quite frankly, most of these things had occurred 20 and 30 years ago in the Catholic Church. And to be fair, I'm sure they happened in Protestant churches, though probably less likely because those guys can get married Again, not justifying anything, not saying anything's good here, but as a percentage of the abuse and the complaints, I believe it's fair to say that it was much smaller than that of the Boy Scouts. And the Boy Scouts, to my information, is less than that of the school districts. So let me ask you, we know we have an issue. We don't know how big the issue is, mostly because they bury it. And I don't blame them because, I mean, the Boy Scouts and to some extent the Catholic Church did everything they could to bury their problems. Because predators go where the prey is at. It isn't necessarily a fault of the Catholic Church. It isn't necessarily a fault of the Boy Scouts per se, right? They did tolerate it. They did hide it, but it's not like they were actively recruiting these people, at least that we know of, but they went there because that's where the prey was at. So it seems only natural to assume the school districts have the same problem. Now, at what percentage, at what, um, active, um, assaults are going on? I don't know. Again, because they hide it, they bury it, they don't want you to know. They cover it up. And when I say they, I just mean the interested parties that are in control of things. Now, so we're going to just pick on one entity because one, it's where I live, and two, there was a incident that occurred, to the best of my knowledge, within the last quarter of 2023. I don't know the details, and I'm going to be mm, non-specific for two reasons. One, if I get a detail wrong, I don't wish to be sued. And two, we don't actually have all the information because nobody's interested in actually investigating it. So, to the best of my knowledge, a school bus containing a number of children went off of its path, went off of its approved route with those children in the possession of somebody that was driving the school bus. And the district didn't know where the bus was, at least temporarily. And they basically put out a search team of aggrieved parents. And let me tell you, if that was my child on that bus, I wouldn't have been nearly as calm as some of these parents apparently are. They found a school bus driver with a bunch of children somewhere that they didn't belong, what could only be perceived as either completely lost or something nefarious was going on. And necessarily, if something nefarious is going on, the best solution is is to claim you were lost. Now, I'm going to say in today's day and age, with the technology that's readily available to pretty much the entire world and the GPS tracking that they undoubtedly have in most of these buses, that's extremely unlikely that they were legitimately lost, especially when you factor in the period of time that took place. And I'm hearing anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. I don't have an actual time, 
So when, when they came to investigate, now keep in mind, there's a number of overlapping jurisdictions here, right? There's the school research, or I'm sorry, the school resource officers. That is the police that work for the school district. Now, I'm certain they would have investigated and found out what happened and why is this person driving a bus, taking these children in places they ought not be. I would only imagine that this person might have been in custody for a short period of time to determine what was going on based upon the fact that we have a number of unprotected children in their custody. Now, what's interesting to me is from what I've been able to gather and find out, there's really not been an official investigation. So logically, the next step would be is it happened in the city? We're going to assume it happened in the city of McKinney, but it could have been in one of the neighboring cities as well, where they found this person that was a guardian or a uh, person that had hmm, possession of children, not their own, was found. Now, when this person was in you know, questioned or whatever else, they determined that this isn't the first time and that there are some questions, there's some problems with this person that was hired to do this job. Potentially having done something similar to this before. Perhaps being involved with, I don't know, let's call it child trafficking or if you prefer modern day slavery. So my question would be is if the school resource officer was pulled off this. They didn't want this investigation. And if the city police, which I can only assume might've been looped in at some point, didn't do anything. The question is why, why would you not want an investigation? Now you could say it's politics. You, you could say that they're trying to protect or hide something, but why? This is a terrible thing. You don't want this happening. It would be in your best interest to come clean and, I don't know, throw certain people under the bus that they were doing this and we caught them and we're going to ruin their lives, if nothing else. Unless. Unless there's going to be somebody held accountable. There's going to be somebody that's caught up in the fray. Somebody that might be embarrassed. Maybe. Or maybe they're legitimately, truly trying to figure out what happened. Or maybe this is some giant uh, uh, Q-level sting that was going on here, right? Trust the plan. We don't know. But I would like to know is, why is this person not in custody? Why is this person not under active investigation? Now, you could say that is going on, and we don't know because it is, quote, an active investigation, I'd be inclined to believe that if there weren't previous occurrences that have happened in neighboring school districts that lead me to believe that they really don't care. They have zero interest in actually solving or preventing these issues. In fact, they seem to spend a whole lot of time hiding behind hmm, some form of immunity. They don't want to face consequences. They don't want to be accountable for their behavior, for things that are happening on their watch. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but as a parent and you have a child and you turn that child over to the school district, they become a ward of the school, of the state, if you will, at that time. They have custody of your children. They are empowered to do certain things to protect your children, even if it's going against you. 
In fact, you're not capable of doing certain things if the school says no, because they have that authority granted to them by the state. Now, that's a whole other problem that we're not even going to get into today, right? We're, we're going to set that, side, that issue aside, but I would like to know if you have custody of the children when they're in your charge, in other words, I've turned over my child to you, hypothetically, because my child's not in the government schools right now. But if, if my child was in the custody of the government schools and what happens to my child in that government school is the responsibility of that government school and the people that are actors operating under the authority of that government school, why in the world is there no accountability? Well, the answer is already given to you because it's a government school. Government's never accountable. If it's not a claim of immunity, it's a claim of zero responsibility or we couldn't know any better or the greatest, you know, they, they find their excuses, their loopholes. There's very little that can be done about it. So let, let's take one more step before we go to our conclusionary uh, conversation here. So the city, you would think would have a vested interest in determining what happened here, unless, of course, they're trying to avoid embarrassing the school district within the same city or in the possibility does exist that there are some political ramifications here that could be challenging for certain elected officials or even prominent families. And they don't want that stink on them. I mean, that would just be a logical conclusion. I'm not making any accusations because I honestly don't know. And the reason I don't know is there's been no investigation. Nobody's willing to come clean. Now I can accept that the police in the school district work for the school district. And if they're ordered to stand down, they're going to have to stand down because they want to keep their job. They want to maintain their retirement. They want to, they want to stay on good terms with their employer. I get it. On, on the same hand that does that, we have to consider the school district is within a city and the city has their own police department and their own investigative arms and they all work for that's right, the city manager, who is directed by political elected officials, namely our mayor. Now, again, I'm not pointing fingers at our mayor. However, he would be the first to take credit for something good happening. So perhaps it's fair to say he ought to get a share of the blame. Not all, maybe 5% of the blame. You're the mayor. You're another elected official, city council member. Don't you have a vested interest in what's happening in the school district that's within your city? Why wouldn't you want an investigation? Why, if the school district was afraid or had a conflict, wouldn't you step in and say, well, I, sure, I'll have my police department look into this. Call in the chief and say, chief, look, put your best person on this. We want to know what happened here. We want to know how this slipped through the cracks. We want to know what the failing is. You know, we have custody of children. We need to be sure that we can protect them. Especially when our same school districts are calling in government agencies to go after parents that do things that the school district doesn't think are good. Certainly the school district ought to be held to the same level of accountability when you abuse children, when you will have negligence when you have care of those children, somebody ought to be able to say what happened and who's responsible for it and do something about it to fix it. I don't think we're asking for too much here, folks. I really don't. But again, the city police department, to my knowledge, has done nothing. To my knowledge, there's no active investigation. To my knowledge, they're not the least bit interested in what happened. Now, I'd like to know where this person is at. 
what they were doing. I would like to know how they got a job. How did they get past a background check? How did they not get flagged by some kind of FBI thing? I mean, for God forbid, some dude whose former military goes to buy a rifle to go hunting, he's going to get flagged six ways from Sunday if he went and saw a counselor. But hey, you can be arrested for kidnapping children. And apparently you can still get a job driving a bus for the school district. And I don't know that's what actually happened. I'm just saying. It's very weird that that thing can happen like that. It's very weird that nobody caught this. It's very weird that this person's still wandering around Freebird. And then the school district is now washing their hands. We have zero responsibility. It's the bus company's fault. Okay. Let's say it is. Let's say the bus company made the mistake. Who hired the bus company? Oh, that's right. The school district. Who set the criteria for what, how the bus company can hire and who they can hire? Oh, that's right. The school district. Who's ultimately responsible for your children when they have custody of them? That's right, the school district. Now, they can claim they're not responsible for each and every child, but they're responsible for the whole, right? The general thing. I mean, that's the same thing the local police use, right? We're not responsible for you as an individual citizen, but we're responsible for the greater societal uh, situation here. And I don't know what the exact term is. Uh <laughs> If there's a lawyer out there that's heard this, I'm certain that you can fill us in with the proper term, but it's not lost on me that it's a challenge because the school districts get sued for stupid, silly things. Oh, little Billy was bullied in a bathroom on the third floor in the back of the school and you didn't know about it and you didn't stop it and we want a million dollars. Now, the school district finds a way to deal with that, but when a parent brings it to the attention of the school district. Hey, I think one of your employees is, well, I don't know, use your word, molest, malign, (laughs) abuse, whatever. The school district doesn't solve the problem. They don't go after the guilty party. No, they, they hush it up. They bury it. They disappear it. They memory hole that And that parent's vilified. That parent's the one that's called under investigation. Oh, you don't believe me? Well, I mean, (laughs) stuff happens all the time. We just don't know about it. We don't see it. It ought to be concerning to you that the, uh, the CPS can be called in on you at the drop of a hat. But if a school district loses your children, abuses your children, doesn't protect your children, or quite frankly, potentially allows them to be kidnapped and sold to slavery. Nobody does a darn thing about it. How does that happen? Why is that tolerated? Who is responsible? These are all very good questions. But apparently we're not going to get an answer from the school district and their police department, the city and their police department. So that leaves us one last great hope. The sheriff's department. Now, the sheriff's department is run by the highest elected law enforcement official in the county. He doesn't answer to anybody, but I guess theoretically to the governor, but certainly to the people that elected him. And the sheriff's department if they have the resources, ought to step in when the city or the school district can't or won't. And if there's any perceived 
problems, the sheriff's department ought to be willing to step in and take it away from them. Now, I mean, we could potentially call the Texas Rangers in, but I don't necessarily believe we need state officials sticking their nose in something that we ought to be more than capable of taking care of. And I know that there's some concerns about prior administrations where the district attorney abused his power, but the current district attorney avoids all of this like the plague. Well, I would, for one, would like to consider, like to see, perhaps, that there's an investigative arm of the district attorney's office that looks into these things where there is a conflict. Because if the sheriff's department can't or won't, and we know that the school district won't, and apparently most of the cities don't seem the least bit concerned about these problems, certainly the sheriff's department ought to be motivated if for no other reason than the voters care. Likewise, the city, or I'm sorry, the district attorney for the county ought to be motivated because the voters care. So we're running into a primary which means that our elected sheriff, which I will tell you, in my opinion, is among the best sheriffs in the country, and certainly in the state of Texas. Now, is he perfect? No. I'm not, I'm not wanting him to be a saint, but I think he's very good, very professional, does a good job. He needs to hear from you, the people, you, his constituents. You need to call him, email him, Text him whatever your preferred method is. Write him a letter and mail it in the snail mail. Tell him, hey, look, Sheriff Skinner, we love you, man, but we've got problems in our cities. Whether it's Prosper, whether it's Lovejoy, whether it's McKinney, whether it's Frisco, whether it's Plano, whether it's Wiley, Murphy, whatever. We have problems in the schools and the school district doesn't seem the least bit interested in finding and fixing these problems. And apparently the cities in which the school districts are in don't seem to be the slightest bit interested. Otherwise, we wouldn't have to be bothering you. But we would like for you, the sheriff's department, to investigate this. And we know you don't have enough staff to do this. We know there are shortcomings. We know that this is a stretch. But we don't have anybody else to go to. Now, you could do the same thing with the district attorney. Hey, Greg Willis, we love you, man. We think you're a great guy and all, but we have lots of problems here and we can't get anybody to do it. How about establishing an investigative arm of the district attorney's office to look into these issues to maybe assist where the city and the school district don't have any interest in actually finding out what happened because they might be found liable. Their fiduciary responsibility to protect themselves. They don't have enough immunity that they don't want to actually do the job they bury what happened we need somebody to step in and fill the shoes somebody to do the job because clearly the school district doesn't seem to be interested in doing it clearly the cities themselves don't seem interested in doing it hopefully maybe we can get the sheriff's department or the district attorney's office to step up to the plate and actually look into what's going on the worst part is this is not unique to the cities in Collin County. The worst part is, is Collin County's probably better than most. In fact, I would go out on a limb here and say that Collin County is in the top 10% of really good places to raise your family and to have your kids in the school district. That doesn't mean it can be better. 
It doesn't mean that there's no problems, but it does mean that for as good as things are here, I wonder how much of that is perception based on having your head in the sand, perception based on the fact that nobody actually investigates or finds out what's going on. I'm old enough and been around long enough here in Texas that I do remember the problems they had with heroin in Plano. What's to say they don't have similar problems with, I don't know, meth. Maybe in Farmersville or Princeton. I don't know. Neither do you. Does it ever seem just a little bit odd to you that the government seems or sees fit to question everything and anything you do with your children that you birthed and are raising and are protecting, but when they take possession of your children... They don't want you to know a darn thing about what's going on with your child when they have possession of them. Seems to me the shoe's on the wrong foot. Seems to me they've made it all backwards. Now, we can't solve everything by going and yelling at the sheriff or going and yelling at the DA. In fact, I strongly recommend about yelling at them. You ought not do that. But nice letters, nice emails, a polite voicemail, right? These guys want to be encouraged. They want to hear from their constituents that have good things to say. Well, the good thing to say is my city or my school district won't do their job. So will you please do it for them? Will you please protect our children? It's as simple as that. And if you doubt me, just know for every one of you that does that, they think there might be 10 or 20 more. And if you can get 10 or 20 more to do it, that means it's 10 or 20 times more than that. These things matter. These people have important jobs. We've entrusted them to protect our communities, our cities, our county. And we need to encourage them to actually do the job that we hired them to do. Don't be afraid. They work for us. Don't be afraid. They want to know what you want. Don't be afraid. This is what they're there for. Now, all else fails. Homeschool your children. Or private school your children. Or co-op your children. Get them out of the government schools. But... For those of you that don't have any other choice, been there, done that. For those of you that don't feel there's another way to go forward, this is the only thing you can do. The districts have already shown they don't respect or fear the parents. And by fear, I mean respect. The the schools within the cities, the cities have dismissed most of the concerns of your, as you our parents, right? They, they don't care what we have to say. They don't care about you. They actually don't even care about your children, only the money that those children are worth and bring into their districts or their cities. You need to take back control. This is a two-pronged attack. If you can, find alternative means to educate your children. If you can't, make sure that the district the city, the mayor, the district attorney know that you expect your children to be protected, not just from the other students, but from the employees, the volunteers, anybody that works for the district, period, end of story. And that you expect the people that 
do bad things to children, that abuse minors to get the worst penalty possible. Those are the only choices you have left. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.